0: I'm Chelsea.
1: And I'm Deidre. And we're giving you... A Million Million Murders! Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm quite well,
0: thank you. Good, good. So... Surprise! It's <laughs> more Reddits. But Woo. I just love them so much. And yeah. like I said before, we do what we do. We do what we do. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm doing Reddits again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read a few of them for you today. and I'm just going to start. Okay. The first one is by Psych Kittens. Oh. And it's titled... I think about this every now and then. Okay. Okay. When I was in third grade, I had a friend named Rebecca. She had transferred to my school because she moved around a lot from foster home to foster home, so I didn't plan on creating a tight bond with her because I knew she would have had to move eventually.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, isn't that sad?
1: That is sad.
0: Throughout the school year, she was my only friend. She was somebody who truly understood me. I never felt understood until I met Rebecca. She was the first person to introduce me to the paranormal. Whenever I would spend the night at her house, she would tell me scary stories in the dark as she would shine a flashlight over her face. I really didn't believe the scary stories she told me until this one particular night. Uh Uh-oh. We had just went to dinner... And a movie with her parents when I found, when I would spend the night, we would have a bedtime and it was 8 p.m. Exactly on the dot. But, Rebecca and I never followed that rule. Whenever we knew her parents went to sleep, we would go downstairs and watch TV in the living room. So, we did that, that one particular night. As we sat on the couch, she started telling me that she would see this man and his dog every single night. He usually minded his business and didn't speak. He would just wander around the house with his dog.
1: What? It's a ghost dog and a person? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Here we go. Like, why are you walking your dog in the house? Walk him outside.
1: <laughs> this is like the haunted campfire from Loretta
0: Lynn. Like, bro. As the night went on, I thought to myself that Rebecca was lying to me to try to scare me, and you know how elementary schoolers are. Mm-hmm. They often have a bad habit of lying, but as we sat there on the couch watching TV... I looked behind me and there was a man with his dog going up the staircase. Oh, so he just traveling everywhere. The man had a top hat and a tuxedo on. What? With the dog? And his dog was what looked to be a golden retriever. Aw. Rebecca didn't have a scared look on her face like I did. I remember being so scared I had to sleep in my mom's room for a couple weeks. Weeks.
1: (laughs) Uh. She said, I will not be.
0: Yeah. If anybody has had a similar experience, please let me know. Could this be the Hat Man? <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
1: there's a lot of Hat Men.
0: That's crazy. But I don't understand why he's walking a dog in the house.
1: <laughs> Ain't no tuxedo. What's happening?
0: You gonna have to clean it up. If you just go outside, you are gonna have to clean it up. Cause it's gonna be on grass. Well, I mean, it's. I don't care if it's a ghost or not. Be polite. <laughs> ghost Respectful. poop. Ghost poop. Ghost dog poop. No. That was a good one. Mm Mm-hmm. This is posted by Warner Verkwimpt.
1: Okay.
0: And it's titled Haunted House in Ventura. Okay. There
1: is a (laughs) house... In New Orleans. Okay.
0: There is a house in downtown Ventura that is reportedly very haunted. Okay. It's a huge old house. My sister met a woman who used to live there. It has seven bedrooms spread over four levels. Dang. Mm. I'm not sure what the architect type is called. So I'll describe it as an old wood frame house with an antique ornate style picturesque set on the foothill overlooking downtown and the ocean and the Channel Islands. When I lived in the area, the house was vacant. During my frequent late-night walks, I'd sometimes sneak up the two dozen front stairs and peer in the windows or walk around back. Occasionally, mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Occasionally, I'd bring up bring a date up there to fool around on the porch swing. <gasps> you dirty dog. It was vacant for a long time. My sister told me the house was haunted. And once, when she was visiting the house, a floor lamp suddenly slid across the living room, apparently of its own volition. Mm. She s- startled. She looked at her friend, the woman who lived there, and she kind of shrugged and said that things like that occurred frequently, like mm, no big deal. Mm-mm. Girl, that is a big deal. It is. They would often hear noises from the upper floor. There was another tenant who resided up there, and sometimes they would hear noises like someone talking or walking around, only to find out later that the tenant was not even at home.
1: No. Mm-hmm. No.
0: She eventually moved out. Sometimes, and sometime later, I met her, and I asked her about the house. She confirmed the lamp story and said that many things happened there and that she moved out because of them. hmm She had hated living there. She said, let me show you something.
1: No, that's okay. I believe you. You don't have to tell me.
0: She pulled out her phone and flipped to a photograph of a young man sitting on a sofa in front of a dark picture window or maybe glass sliding doors. She said that it was her son on the couch. The photo was just kind of a typical random snapshot of a kid sitting on a couch. Mm -mm. Also in the photo was a large swirl of white smoke to the right of the kid. It looked like cigarette smoke that had drifted in front of the lens, except when I looked closer, I was startled and frightened by what I noticed about it. There was a very clearly defined face in the smoke. No. Not a human face, but one of a creature with an elongated muzzle... Oh, no. And head Uh -uh. shape like a canine. What? The mouth was open, showing large, sharp, pointy teeth. Uh -uh. The eyes were fierce and appeared to be looking into the camera. Demon. (laughs) Is that what they said? No, I put put that in there. (laughs) I truly hate to say this because I tend to roll my eyes at stories like this, but it is best described as a dragon or demon face. (laughs) She's, yeah she put the demon in their room mm-hmm. I don't believe in demons. The image was unmistakable and gave me chills and goosebumps. The woman said that she hadn't seen anything when she took the photo, that it was just a casual snapshot of her son while they were sitting and watching television. She managed to get the landlord to reluctantly let her out of the, of the lease after she told him everything that happened there. Eventually, they found tenants, there were old cars and beat-up motorcycles out front and junk stored on the porch and balconies. So Mm. that didn't appear to be neat, clean, orderly tenants, and the house looked in need of repairs and maintenance. I never met the new residents, but I wonder if they had any experiences in that creepy old house.
1: Hmm. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Y'all. No, that's crazy.
0: Like...
1: Not about it. And I wouldn't be living somewhere like that. I couldn't.
0: That was so funny, though. I said demon. And then (laughs) two (laughs) sentences later. If I were just right on, she said demon Demon." face. So, yeah. The next one is by Mindless Win Hmm. 3831. Okay, Mindless Win. Titled Shadow Figure. So, this happened when I was quite young, around 10, 11. Basically, the layout of my upstairs is when you go up my brother's bedroom and the bathroom is straight ahead. My room to the side and my mom's bedroom behind the stairs. So, as you come down the stairs, my mom's bedroom is in front. Anyway, so one time (laughs) I was coming down the stairs, just me and my brother in the house, and I feel the urge to look up. No. So I look up and see a black figure go from one side of the room to the other in about a second. My brother was downstairs and it didn't look like it had any limbs. Just a tall black shadow moving quickly across the room.
1: Mm -mm, Mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: I told my mom about it and she said it was nothing. But when I got to 14, she told me that there used to be a spirit of an old man who died here and was made more active after someone used an, a Ouija board in my house before I moved in and leaving it open. The man was trapped and would throw clothes on the floor, scratch my mom. What? Then when my mom wasn't catching on, apparently it started going to me and my brother because we were younger. See, now who didn't
1: close out the Ouija board? I
0: don't know. And why are you playing with the Ouija board?
1: Yeah, listen Don't do it No
0: So to this day I hear noises coming from the walls Bangs (sighs) in the night Whispers of my name and other things Objects moving out of the corner of my eye Things falling off my Window seal My mom tells me Whatever Mm -mm. was in the house Has gone now As they got a priest But I'm convinced it has not gone (laughs) away Like, mom. It didn't work. Girl, it did not. You crazy. That was creepy. Yeah, that's creepy.
1: The shadow moving, once again, how many times we have to tell the spirits, stop moving so quick. Mm -hmm. We're not, don't move that fast. Don't move quickly, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Please don't. We're not about, we want a sauntering, slow ghost. But if you're moving across one room, from There's no sense in. across the room There's in like no a sense. second. There isn't. You have all the time in the world. You 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 are not on borrowed time anymore. No. You're just chilling. So- you're on our
0: time. And
1: you <laughs> so why are you in a hurry? Don't be oh, my running. God. Don't run.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> all right. The next story is by Current Web. Hmm. And it's titled My Uncle visits Me in My Sleep. Oh, okay. So this may be a s- happy this story is sounding like so
1: sad. <laughs> This is sounding sad. like a sentimental a sentimental haunting a sentimental sentimental
0: haunting. This story happened around 2014 in my grandparents' house in January of 2013, my uncle sadly passed away from cancer in one of the bedrooms in my grandparents' home. Mm. up until around 2012 when my uncle got sick and started living with my grandparents, I stayed at their house almost every weekend. To just hang out with them. When my uncle got sick, him and his two daughters moved in with my grandparents, so my cousins shared one room and my uncle slept in the other. He was terribly sick and unfortunately passed away in January of 2013 in that bedroom. After he passed, my cousins still live with my grandparents, so one of them took his old room. This story takes place around February of 2013. My birthday month. (laughs) The cousin that took my uncle's old room was going out for the night on a Saturday, so I decided to go to my grandparents' house and stay over. Normally, would sleep on a couch, but since she was gone, I decided to take her bed. I definitely did feel a little uneasy sleeping in his old room, but I eventually fell asleep. I don't know what time it was when this happened, but likely around 2 a.m., since nobody else was awake, and my grandparents did tend to stay up past midnight to 1 a.m. most of the time. I had a feeling someone was in my room, but it didn't wake me enough for me to fully be aware of what was happening. I don't know why I'm saying that so hard. (laughs) I felt someone sit on the edge of the bed and kiss me on my cheek. It was so clear as day, I swore it was one of my grandparents. So when I woke up, I asked if anyone had came in my room last night. They both said no. My uncle and I were super close, so I like to think it was him visiting me. Still to this day, my grandma says she will see my uncle in their house from time to time, coming and going from the back door to their bedroom where his ashes are kept. Wow. Hmm. That was a cute story, but that freaked me out. (laughs) Someone on the edge of the bed and then kissed me on the cheek. I said, ooh.
1: Yeah, that was a lot.
0: That would be scary for sure. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. the next one is by Apple Mom 1984. Apple Mom
1: 1984.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's titled The Asylum's Ghostly Residence and the Unforgettable Experience. mm my husband works at the Oregon State Hospital, a facility in fam- infamous. <laughs> <clears throat> a facility infamous for its past treatment of mental illness and where the classic film One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was shot. Oh wow, okay. Despite its That's dark crazy. past, the facility had became a place of healing for many individuals suffering from mental illness. However, as with many older buildings, a portion of the asylum was scheduled to be demolished. Hmm. Okay. As part of his cleaning duties, my husband ventured into the abandoned portion of the building, which had been devoid of any human activity for a considerable length of time. As he worked, he couldn't shake the feeling that he was being watched. During his lunch break, he decided to call me to check in. I answered the phone, I could hear what sounded like people talking in the distance. However, the voices were muffled and indistinct. <laughs> <laughs> Your face, you was like really... <sighs> No. He sounded distracted and didn't seem to be listening to anything I was saying. Irritated, I snapped at him and asked if he was call- if he was calling to talk to me or them. My husband was confused and quickly replied that he was alone in the building. Uh-uh. My heart sank as I realized that something wasn't right. There was a panic in his voice that I had never heard before in over in our nineteen years of marriage. After that experience, my husband was understandably shaken, but he continued to work at the asylum. He had never, he never had another experience like that again. But the memory of that day will creep us out. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she
1: done got mad. She said You, you wanna <laughs> talk to me or them? Me or them. Period. What's like why do you have me on the phone when we got all these people you're talking to?
0: I'm alone. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. So this last one is by someone that we've already read from. Oh really? In this episode. The first one I think. Or Oh, okay. First couple. Mm-hmm. Whichever one. The Werner Okay. And it's titled, A House in Northern Maine. This is a story that I have written and deleted two or three times now. Oh, my. Mm. I have very bad memories associated with the house, so it's hard for me to write about. This telling is about something odd that happened many years after I lived in the house. I lived in a 1900 farmhouse in Northern Maine in Aroostook County along the border of Canada.
1: Oh, okay, so way up there.
0: The house was a small two-story clapboard-sided farmhouse. The central heat was a giant handcrafted metal stove. It was large enough to fit a long foot in diameter and three feet long and sat in the middle of the dirt-floored basement. Hmm. The stove was so airtight that you could throw in several trunks of split hardwood and dog it down tight. Then you crack the air vent just a tiny bit, and the fire would smolder all night, with heat drifting up through the vents and ducts. It was the main heat in the house, although there were two additional cast iron wood stoves. Oh, okay. I lived there with my father and his girlfriend. My father would spend a lot of time working on the property, clearing brush. He also worked on scraping the peeling paint and applying a fresh new coat. Although he refused to invest money in the house, so many of his repairs were low quality and incomplete.
1: <laughs>
0: After I moved away, I stayed away for over 15 years. One day, my wife and I were staying at a hotel a few hours away and found ourselves with a free day to randomly explore. We ended up driving back to the area of that house and decided to make it our destination. The area The area hadn't changed much and the area is very sparse with a lot of dense trees and large grassy yards and fields, farms here and there. We turned off U.S. Highway 1 onto the road named Wilcox Settlement Road. The house was maybe a quarter mile down the road. The sun was low in the late afternoon sky, a bit above the trees. I pulled up at the end of the driveway, or dooryard, as the locals call it, and stopped in the road. The house was a wreck in much worse shape than when my father had owned it. There were a few beat-up cars parked by the house. There were, ba- there were barrels and scrap wood and random old junk all around the yard and on the porch. Much of the siding had been removed, exposing, exposing millar-backed foam insulation boards that had been pressed between the studs in the exterior wall. There was an old, dented, rusty pickup truck parked closest to the road where we sat idling. My foot on the brake, my wife and I sat gaping at the creepy old, dilapidated house. The yard was overgrown and the brush had reclaimed most of what my father had laboriously cleared all those years ago. Mm -hmm. Movement caught my eye in the dimming light, a waving hand. There was a man standing on the other side of the old pickup truck and he was slowly waving his arm beckoning us toward him. He was a large, overweight man, late 30s to mid-40s, dressed in a dirty work coat. His mouth was open in a gap-toothed smile, and he stood there, still except for his upraised right arm, slowly beckoning us to pull into the driveway. I was frightened. First of all, we didn't see him initially, so it caught us off guard to have him standing as close as he was. Secondly... The way he stood there watching us beckoning reminded me of a scene from a backwoods horror film. The man's smile seemed to me a cunning veneer of harmlessness belied by a bleary, cold glint of greed or worse. Did I say any of that right?
1: Girl, I don't know. That's a mouthful.
0: I instinctively... Floored the accelerator and sped away. I hate that house. It was a very bad place. I felt like it was stained with bleak sadness, fear, and loneliness. It was. It Me was. no like it. Those are my Reddit stories, guys.
1: I liked them. They were very good.
0: Yes, thank you to the users for sharing those because those were good.
1: Yes, I like hearing these. I used to go... Hmm. Yeah, I like these. I used to go on the Let's Not Meet. I haven't done a Let's Not Meet in a while. Maybe it's I'll been, do one of those. It's been a while since, since I, I first I saw you. <laughs> and everything
0: I can remember. <laughs> okay. So, if you have any <laughs> questions... Comments, concerns, um, wording corrections, feel free <laughs> because I'm always up for learning something. Yes. You can email us at a million murders at gmail.com.
1: And you can go to our Instagram at a million murders, and you can check out the people, places, things that we post about each of our stories and you can go to our facebook page and group to find out information and communicate with anyone if you'd like you can also message us on there as well if you'd like to
0: yeah yes and thank you oh so much for tuning in and we hope you come back for a,
1: a million, million more, more. bye, bye.